Welcome to A Reason for Hope Candid, where we get candid about all things about our Catholic faith. I'm here with Jack and Ryan and a special guest today. If you cannot already notice, if you're watching, you can see that we have a guest here, Eve Fry. He is a former Swiss guard for Pope Francis, and we are just going to grill him about all <laughs> things switzerland and we have some fun questions which we have hidden from him uh so he doesn't know so all of his reactions <laughs> are live and we're super excited to get to it today so welcome eve thank you for everything yeah i'm excited yeah, <laughs> yeah we're right. excited to have you <laughs> yeah so why don't we just start with uh you know who are you uh you know where, where, did, uh, where you know how did you how did you become a swiss guard how did that how did that come about yeah, so I'm Eve and Fry. And when? That's a yeah, good question. That's a good, that's a good one, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 27. I've been two years in the Swiss Guard from 2015 to 2017. Mm. So I did it two years. And, you know, I was growing up as a Catholic man, always serving the church. And then I had the opportunity to see the Swiss Guard once for five days in Rome. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is something amazing amazing powerful a big adventure also know you know with the with the language to learn italian the culture mm -hmm. and serving for the pope so this is the main reason to to join the swiss guard and and it was amazing so far so so you learned italian yes how, you have how, to learn it. How, how quickly did you have to learn italian and did you have to be fluent in order to you have to be fluent in the end but in the beginning you have to go kind of every day and then in a week, two or three times, you have to make some exams. And we, when you're fluent, you have to more responsibility. When you're not mm. fluent, you have you don't have more responsibility. So when you're more fluent, you kind of be the chief of of your sector. And yeah, that's the reason. Wow, wow. What, are, what other requirements are there to be a Swiss guard? Do you, and, and who do you go to, to even like sign up for this? Do you just like tap the guy on the shoulder? <laughs> and, I'll take it from here. And he's like, like, huh? No, you have to be Swiss and and mm -hmm. being serving in the Swiss military before the Swiss guard. So you have also using how to, to use the weapon, self-defending in the Swiss military. Oh. So you have the, the big things and then you can go to the Swiss army. As well, you have to be five feet eight high. You can be small. Five eight? Yeah, kind of six. And then, yes, that's pretty sure you have to be a high school degree. And afterwards you can start you can ask to join the Swiss Guard, but the whole process is over a year. You know, they want to know everything about your body, also about your spirit, how you think about mm. God, how you mm. think about the church, because you have to serve the Pope. You have to serve the church. Fascinating. Yeah. I have wow. a quick question about the history of the Swiss Guard. So why is it only the Swiss Guard that can guard mm -hmm. the Vatican? Like, uh, yeah, what's the history behind that? Because 500 years ago, Swiss was uh, was a uh, was a a poor country. They don't have chocolate. They don't have cheese. Watches <laughs> like now, and we were soldiering every Europe country for the kings and the queens. So the Pope decided, mm -hmm. hey, everyone has it: the Spanish, the French, the England. I want to have them too. So 500 years ago, 512 years actually, we went down and started the Swiss Guard. So it's the longest and the smallest army in the world. Wow. That exists. Well, who was defending the the Vatican, the Pope beforehand? Uh, kind of Italian, but not uh, not really something not something right, not something real, just some nothing kind of. So five hundred and twelve years, right? Wow. 
Was there was there an attack on the Vatican at all that that kind of led the Pope at the time to be like, all right, we need we need the Swiss guards. It's <laughs> it time was to bring in- afterwards at fifty two seven. It was the sacker of Roma. It's called the Spain attacked Rome, and they killed a lot of Swiss guards at hundred and forty seven, and the Pope were run out, and the last Swiss guard defended him. So it was the sixth May. And this is also a special date for us, the Swiss guard. This every sixth May we are swearing the new Swiss guard, swearing that we will uh, protect the Pope with our life. So, Eve, wow. did you grow up Catholic? I assume you grew up Catholic. Yes, I did. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your your faith journey. So, like you you're obviously raised Catholic. Uh, tell us a little about a little bit about you know um, just what God means to you, what your faith means to you, and and I guess maybe take us for, through a, a spiritual journey from the beginning of your life till now mm-hmm. uh, in terms of your faith in, in God. Right. We have four children in my family. I started at the age of eight, nine, ten. I don't remember actually. I started to serve in the church as a, I don't know how it's called, the young boy who helps the priest for oh, the mass. Sacristan yes. or altar server. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I started this and I was really kind of loved it to go to the church. I felt mm-hmm. overwhelming. I felt warm inside. I felt comfortable, right? Like my second home. Mm-hmm. So I did this till I went to the Swiss God. I also read the, the Bible inside the church. So everything was kind of growing up even more. And afterwards with the Swiss God, we went also with the Swiss God to the Holy Land. We had the opportunity. Wow. And you know, when you're so close to the Holy Holy Father, to the Pope, and so many cardinals, so many bishops, the whole people who come to Rome, it just gives you so much power, or it gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And also right now, when I see my friends all over the world, it's just something amazing how 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 my faith how my believing into god can be something beautiful and 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 helps me around my daily life and and gives me hope and gives me gives me power do you think it was that trip to the holy land in particular that really sort of affirmed your 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 belief it was a big one but i guess you know what i was so close to the holy father so many times Mm. just me and him and i guess this was for me the key moment so close to be this mm. how much power has in inside yes mm-hmm. so it was yeah spiritual so this was for me was the key mm. i guess what was your favorite mm. place to visit in the holy land i guess we had a mess at the sea of galilee we went with a priest wow. and it was yeah. something you know we were not a lot of people nothing special just over there of the sea of the galilee we had mm. a beautiful mess and i thought this was really beautiful for me Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. Well, we, so cool. we've been everywhere. You're to Nazareth, to Bethlehem, yeah. to Jerusalem, and with somebody who lived 20 years there, and he know everything. Wow. So, and with the Swiss guy, we're kind of a little bit more extra, faster, and had mess everywhere. Was yeah. was beautiful. Well, yeah, everyone wants you there. Yeah. <laughs> not only are you like special, but you'll protect them, right? right. Yeah. Because <laughs> not only you're protecting the Pope, but you're protecting a holy place, right? There you go. The place that the Pope cares about the most. Yes. <laughs> Can you take us through a typical day of what it's like being a Swiss guard? Unfortunately, there's no typical day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah, that is. It's like here at Rave Hope. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of, even you work in the afternoon, like midnight or the night shifts or the morning shifts, but every day is completely different, except where you have to work. Maybe outside, you know, one part of the Swiss guard is kind of the... Uh, 
the border controls, so everybody who enters the Vatican, we check them out and they can pass or they can't. Also, you know, where the Pope lives or in the, uh, in the palace where the Pope works. So every day is unbelievable. And, and when you can see the presidents, everybody who comes by, wow, yeah. it's also something wonderful. Yeah. yeah. But usually we work kind of eight hours, I would mm -hmm. say. And in the beginning, after the work, you have to do Italian class or something else, a mm -hmm. class. And when you're free, you go out. You have in the summer, you go out, you go maybe to the beach in the afternoon or you go out and have something to eat with your friends. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like a military, it's, it's like family. You mm -hmm. work and when yeah. you're done, you can do whatever you want. You go to play football, you go to play. Yeah, it's just lovely. You have to be an honorful work an hour or two hours with no moving. You stand there, uh, yeah. Like a statue. Yeah, like a statue. For two there hours? For one is two hours and the other one is one hour. And you mm. don't move, you don't talk, you don't, nothing. Just stand there. This is the work for the honor of the Pope and mm. the Holy Church. And all other places, you can walk, you can talk with the mm. people and, yeah. But are you a, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, that standing still, is that every day, one, two hours? In the beginning, they just make the young people make that when you're new uh, in the Swiss Cup because you know, uh, don't know speak Italian so good. So you have to do this job, uh, kind of not the bad job, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is the bad job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you exposed at all in a way? Like, do, does anybody come up? Has anyone ever come up to you while you're supposed to nobody be quiet? Can. Nobody, nobody can. can. No. Because yeah. there's another Swiss guard who is for the security and he can walk around, he can talk to the people. If somebody comes, he say you have to go or as repeat the question, right? Wow, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, hmm. Now, did you have a specific role in the Swiss Guard? Or do, do you all just like have your own? Um, or you, you share all the tasks with the other Swiss Guards? Or did you have something that you specifically did when you were in the Swiss Guard? Not so specifically. Like I said, you have to do a lot of exams, some tests, kind of each three, four months. Mm -hmm. And when you grow up, when you pass them with the Italian, you become more not powerful, more, you have more things to do. Yeah, yeah. responsibility. Your responsibility, yeah, thank yeah. you. So I, in the last time I was, yeah, most responsibility that I had on my rank. So yeah, this is the difference between the other ones. And how many ranks are there? I am the soldier rank, but afterwards they have kind of 10 ranks. And all the, uh, over me, we have 80 soldier and 50 superiors. And all of them, they go travel with the Pope. So the soldier, the normal soldier, they go. They don't go. So there's about 130 total. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. So I think when Fred was here, when Fred Donigan was here the other day last week, uh, he was sharing with us, and then you were sharing with us subsequently that uh, that the Pope specifically requested that you stand guard outside of his door when he was eating breakfast, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope you don't mind me was sharing that. Was that a true story? <laughs> kind of. No. <laughs> oh, no, someone lied on the resume. No, 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 no. <laughs> You know, we have to work in front of Pope, the Pope's door. <laughs> yeah. Also where he has breakfast. And, and so sometimes he comes out and, and talks to you, just to you in the morning. And, and yeah, he shares the moment with you. So yeah. it was really, I can't, for me, it was the best moment when he comes out in the morning and just talk to me and there's nobody else around. Wow. And, and we talk about fun things about football. He likes football and, and yeah, it's just, this is the best time for me as a Swiss guy when you talk alone with the Pope. 
Mm. It's just and how take how he takes time with you, you know, mm. how respectful he is about you know the Swiss guard and you know I'm from a little town in Switzerland, so mm-hmm. not nothing special. So it's yeah. just wonderful how how he is with us. The humility, yeah. yes. Well, which language mm. do you speak with him? I do speak with him Italian. Italian, but he oh. can a little bit German. Ah, oh. and some Swiss guard they can speak Spanish, so wow. he might, yeah. How many languages do you speak? I do speak five. Five. Right. I'm just rocking the one. (laughs) (laughs) Us Americans are sorely underdeveloped in that area. Wait, so English, clearly. Uh, German. German. Oh, you speak English very well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, German. Yes. Um, Italian. Italian. What are the other two? And French and Spain. Ah. Okay. Did you study those in school or did you just pick those up? Or like, how did you Dueling choose those? Yeah. Spain, I, I went to the school to learn Spain in the school, right? Mm-hmm. And French and Italian and German is a, is, an, is a language from Switzerland. So we have a lot of oh. Swiss Guard members who came from the French part of Switzerland. Okay. And when I was older, so they mm-hmm. came the new one. I talked with them a little bit of French and mm-hmm. Italian. So you get into this. And also in the Swiss army, talk some French. So earlier you were saying that some, you know, you kind of okay certain people that come in and you, you verify that everyone's, you know, uh, checked out before they enter the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Were there any days where it was like, oh, this guy's got to go? Like any any kind of <laughs> you uh, have craziness of, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a lot of craziness. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm Ryan, you were kicked out once. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't I'm look like me, did he? Tell you the story. Eve, you kicked him out. You don't remember that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you have a lot of people who tried to get into the Vatican and mm-hmm. I said, what do you want to do? Tell me, yeah. do you have a passport? Do you have a, do you have a document to go in? And they don't. So I said, you don't can inside. And they tried a lot of times to- To go past you? To, yeah. <gasps> it's, it's kind mm-hmm. of every day you have some little issue and maybe once in a month you have a big issue. You know, somebody may uh, want to attack the Pope, may want to try to get into the Vatican oh, yeah, with some right. weapons or- yeah. It is, for a young man, it is, it is a kind of, not war, but it's tense. Sometimes yeah. it's tense. And after that attack from ISIS in Paris mm. and everything, so it's get more tense. And we work mm. super close to the Italian government and everybody. And they said that ISIS want to attack the, the, the Vatican, the Pope. Yeah. Mm. So, and you're there, you're the f- first in the row. You have to protect the Pope. You have to protect the Vatican. So you're just waiting for something to happen in a way. So you're just always yeah, you're, kind of like... Yeah, the whole time you're tense. You're all yeah. times yeah. you're, oh, wow. something could happen. Yeah. What was your favorite place to visit in Rome? Your favorite cathedral or mm-hmm. uh, church? And then outside of outside of that, what was your favorite thing to do in Rome? Um, the favorite church, I guess, is San Paolo before the Mauros, before the Mura. I don't know how you say it in English. San Paolo for le Mura. It's called in Italian. Mm-hmm. It's one of the four uh, churches from the Pope. Uh, is it St. Paul outside the walls? Yes, outside so. the walls. Thank oh, you so I think much. it's out, right because there's inside the walls here oh, in Jersey. So oh, it's whatever us, the opposite one yes. is. Oh, so I like really this one. Okay. And where the Castello Gandolfo, it's called, where it's, it's, it's a town that Pope goes sometimes in the summer okay. to have some, some holidays. Yeah. And over there, it's just beautiful. Also, a big garden of the mm. from from the Vatican, and there's a lake. So we go to there for a swim, and we have there a nice restaurant. We can go and oh. have a lovely dinner or lunch. And I guess for me, it's just go outside of the city because mm. the city in the summer is so hot. So you mm. go out, you go take a swim in the lake, and and have a lovely meal with your friends. So in Castel Gandolfo, nice. it's called. It's it's my favorite. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. 
So when you have presidents visiting and other uh, political figures coming, what is the kind of preparation like when that when they're when they're you know going to be arriving? Do you have like a huge meeting or like days of meetings of like, all right, they're going to arrive in this car at this time at this location of the Vatican. We need uh, guards here, here and here and mm -hmm. you're going to take them in. And what's the kind of level of, of preparation that goes into that? Usually the president comes maybe for an hour or maybe less or more and they come in the morning and then we have some people who takes care of them, who goes with them to the Pope and bring him to the Pope. And also so people who are there for the honor for the president. So usually I was in, in the honor group. So we make the movement with, with, for the honor, like, I don't know if you have it here, but the army for the honor for the president who comes to visit the, the Pope. Uh, so yeah, 10 people who makes the movement and, and show them the respect. Mm -hmm. So we are close to them and people who walk with them with the suit mm -hmm. again. Because it must seem like once you're inside, you're probably safe. Safe, yes. But it's that the entering that's probably yeah. the most chaotic, right? Yes. Where you're mm -hmm. kind of most vulnerable. Yeah, kind of, kind of. But but I guess every president feels comfortable in the Vatican because there's so many police and military outside of the Vatican in the, in Italy, and then inside we are there, so they can be safe. Yeah, I guess. And Jesus, <laughs> mm. you know? and Jesus. Yes, <laughs> this is also you know something beautiful about the Pope. We had once the weapon outside, and the Pope is here for the for the faith uh, for the peace in the world. So we don't show the weapon. We are here for the for the peace in the world. And yeah. if we would wear the weapons outside, it was kind of be a sign of war. And the right. Pope is here for oh. the peace for everyone's peace. He wants yeah. just love in the world. You don't want to have war. So you don't have any weapons when you're outside. We don't show the weapon. Yeah. They them. have the weapons. They yeah. don't show them. <laughs> we have Ryan, to protect don't the Pope. tempt them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't they tell you anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a secret. You don't <laughs> yeah. get to know. They pray yeah. for you first. <laughs> yeah, um. Were you able to have mass every day? Like, what was the spiritual? Like, were you guys all in charge of your own, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. what was the fuel behind you guys as like the protectors of so, mm -hmm. the the Holy Father? We have an own priest for the Swiss Guard, hmm. so. And he gives everyday masses, but usually, wow. not usually. Sometimes you can join and you can't because of the work shifts. Yeah. But you have to go each Sunday to the masses. So they have on Sunday four opportunity to go to the mass Saturday evening and three masses on Sunday. So you are able with your work shift that you can join yeah. a mass at least for for yeah. Sunday. Oh, cool. So that's the spiritual thing we have to go at least once in a week yeah. for the mass. Yes. Oh, cool. Do you have to check in? That you went in well, a way, or like to kind be like, of to, yes, yes. Because obviously, with your work schedule, you got right, right. Be like, Sometimes you go mass. in the morning at six o'clock or in the <clears> evening <throat> at nine o'clock. But yeah, you have the opportunity to go. But usually, you know, when you have to work on Sunday, it's kind of also it's a little bit stretched in. But it's okay. Mm. Yeah. You Would know? you say that okay. your time in the Swiss Guard really deepened your faith? I can only imagine. Well, I. Thank God for our military service men and women yeah. because like you really are and like same for you right as a Swiss a former Swiss guard you're putting your life in into like kind of on the line mm -hmm. every day yes. I mean like we said it's pretty safe in many ways because there are layers of right. that but um I mean that really puts into perspective like that life is serious yeah um did and fragile yeah and yeah. fragile. Uh, and your soul is like most important, especially mm -hmm. working so close to the Holy Father. Mm. Did that, it, did, would you say that that impacted your faith life while you were as a Swiss guard, working as a Swiss guard? Absolutely, absolutely. You have to be 
you growing up in your faith in time in the Swiss God and absolute when you swearing you give the life a young life for for the Pope it's and it's something big it's something deep inside this and 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 you mean it and and I'm honestly right now if something happened I would give my life still for the Pope because mm -hmm. he gives so much hope for everybody and I can do a little and he can do more hope more love for everybody so mm -hmm. your faith have to be really really deep and and Mm -hmm. And the whole time when you work with the cardinals, with the, with the bishops, with the president who, who comes to see the, the Pope or the cardinals, just something who gives you so much power, love and, and, and hope for, for mm. the beauty of the life, I mm. guess. Or for me it is. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. So can I, yeah. can I ask um, why you're no longer a Swiss guard? Did, mm -hmm. Why you chose to leave or, or right. kind of how that, that kind of ended? Uh I had beautiful, beautiful two years. I guess this is the best uh, time of my life. And it was perfect. It was perfect to go home because I had a dream to go home and, and do something else in Switzerland. And I'm also happy right now my brother's in the Swiss Guard, so I might start a family <laughs> tradition. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy for that. So it was really good to, to mm -hmm. just to do the two years. Mm -hmm. Because, no. Just this. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. is it like once you're a Swiss guard, you're always a Swiss guard? So when you go visit your brother, you can be like, oh, you can let me into to the Sistine Chapel <laughs> for a view alone because I was once a Swiss guard. You know, if you get the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Does Pope Francis remember your face? And you're like... I hope so. I never, I never met him till then. Till then, <laughs> but, but you can go... Every, not everywhere, but you yeah. can go a lot of places to see them still. Yeah. And also with my brother, he can show me around. And, yeah. And, but it's still family. When I go back, I know a lot of people and it's yeah. just yeah. going home. Just going mm -hmm. home. Okay, I have another question. We asked this when we were chatting in the office uh, when you were visiting the other day. But we got to know about the uniform. You were telling us about the history. There's a lot of primary colors going on. It's very... Uh, it's very different from what you wear outside of Vatican City when you're wearing a black suit mm -hmm. and you're looking very dapper in the black suit. What... Uh, what's the history behind the um, Swiss Guard outfit that you wear in the Vatican? Right. Uh, that's a good question. I hope I have an answer. Uh, <laughs> the colors that we are wearing is from the founder pope. So in his mm. family weapon, uh, not weapon, family sign. Oh, the coat yeah. of arms? Yes, yeah. yes. He, it was the, this color that we are wearing right now. Oh. And a lot of people say that Michelangelo made the, the uniform, but this is a lie. So <laughs> it was a comment <laughs> comment from the Swiss Guard 100 years ago. He designed yeah. it, the new Swiss Guard uniform. Oh. And we had kind of the same before, but just some other styling. Yeah. So now this oh, uniform yeah. that we have is 100 years old. Wow. But right. we have some different uniforms. This one that everybody knows, mm -hmm. the blue one is for the night shift. And we have an exercise uniform also, you know, for training. And oh. if something happened, we are more uh, movement in the other yeah. uniform and, and mm -hmm. the black the black suit. Mm. And how do you, um, like, do you dry clean that? Do you, how, do you, <laughs> how do you clean it? You don't go, take it to the question. store and you're like, ah. You're like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and you, you can't dry clean it. You have to do, give it to somebody special who, who, who clean it for you. And every uniform is made for each body yourself. So it's an individual piece. So uh -huh. you have two uniforms, the summer and the winter, and you can give it to the to the somebody who can clean it, right? Wow. Oh, and now did you have to give back your uniform? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. 
That's right. But they still have beautiful <laughs> picture, and that's yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, so they're all uniquely tailored to yes. every soul. So what do they do with your outfit when when you give it back? Do they like uh, lock it off? They don't give it to somebody else because it's fit for you, right? Or yeah. Some you know, maybe could fit somebody else. You know, if something happened with them uniform, if they broke something, it, it could be fitting for a few days. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, with the whole summer and, and the sun goes in, the uniform is not as beautiful as it was in the beginning. So maybe after two, three years, they make a new uniform to be beautiful. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So they, they shred away. Yeah. Did, were you able to keep any memento from your time? I do have a lot of books, rosary that the Pope gave it to me. And, 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 wow. and a lot of stuff, yes. Which books? Uh, some books that the Pope wrote. Oh, from oh, from yeah. his time visiting some places in the world and and also his his things that he want to say to the world. Yes, oh, sure. I don't cool. know the, the name in English. Or... Uh, encyclicals. Oh, okay. or, yes, also. Oh, uh, sure. What are, wow. Apostolic letters. Yes. Uh, no, no. Oh, encyclical. I yeah, think yeah, is yeah. probably what it is. Yeah. Like uh, what's the Laudatos. Laudato si. Laudato si. For example, one of them. Right. Okay. Okay. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So if, uh, I know this is, this is probably a hard question, but uh, <laughs> um, in terms of scripture, uh, it, what if I were to ask you what your favorite scripture verse is or your favorite book in the Bible, mm -hmm. what's the first one that comes to mind for you? For me, it's the Corinto, I don't know which one, the first 13 about the love. Ah, love is patient. Love, love is, is patient. Love, love is ah. it's for me. For me, it's everything about love. Yes, not yes. just love the world. Just love yourself and right. love yourself. Or oh, how is it called to phrase in English? Love your brother as like as you love, love your brother as yourself. Right, your neighbor right. as yourself. Yes, yeah. yes. And I love this this phrase. And for me, it's it's this one. So when oh, I was wow. in Spain, or I read it in in Spanish and I, in mm -hmm. English. So I love this. Absolutely, it's the first thing. Well, it kind of encapsulates what you did for the Pope mm. as a Swiss guard, right? You loved him as your neighbor and all in Vatican City when you were in your role mm -hmm. protecting, right? Mm -hmm. As you would yourself. Like you said so beautifully, you would give up your life to this day for the Pope. And I'm sure an extension for all of those who uh, he represents, right? Yes. The Catholic Church. I think that's something that I, th I find very honorable about anyone who's in the military. Yeah. They have this... Uh, Beautiful, like they will lay down their life mm -hmm. uh, for another. I mean, that's what you sign up for in the military. Yeah. And I think that First uh, Corinthians, like you're saying, I don't know what verses well, specifically. Well, the great Jesus said that the greatest love is, is, to, is give, to give one's life for, for your friend. For your friend, absolutely. Yeah. And gosh, and I mean, that's what he did, and yeah. and that's what I mean. All you guys do in the military, uh, as Swiss yeah. Guard, um, any sort of military for the for for our country. It's what you guys do every day. And so it's just amazing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a level of self-sacrifice <laughs> yeah. that I don't think I've, yeah, I've, I, mean, I can't imagine. Until, <laughs> I guess you can't imagine until you either sign up yes, for it yes. or you're in this position <laughs> where you're like, okay, this is time. And I guess, you know, when you said the, the audience in, in on Wednesday, the people audience, mm -hmm. and sometimes we have 40,000 people there, 50,000 people. Yeah. Wow. And when you're there, you have your sector, you have to watch that nobody goes up the fence and, and try to do something oh, against geez. the Pope. Yeah. So wow. you're there and you see the Pope is spying your pass in the back right. with my friends who are wearing the suit, who are protecting closer. So and you can see girls, men in every ages who are yeah. crying just yeah. to see the Pope. Wow. Yeah. And I think, oh my gosh. 10 minutes later, I'm going to see him and talk to him more. And this yeah. gives me so much power, so much, hey, I have this opportunity to meet yes. these people who yeah. gave so much power to the other ones. I want yeah. to definitely give my life for him yeah. because yeah. he makes so many people 
mm-hmm. trustful and love and, and gives gives hope. Yes. Yeah. I will say the general audience <clears throat> was really cool. He had uh, uh, the Pope was very, uh, um, very straightforward in his from right. You have to wait for the translation. You understand. So right. as an American, I have a severe uh, dis disadvantage uh, as an american who only knows one language <laughs> one spoken language one of my favorite things about the general audience was that you get to see the pope's heart so he was talking about in this specific audience about how in our culture we're kind of like a throwaway culture uh for the elderly mm-hmm. he was focusing i think his latest thing uh i don't know what thing but he's like focusing a lot on the elderly and how um right euthanasia was a big thing introduced in 2015 elective uh elective euthanasia and so he was he was really um hammering in on how we should love the wisdom of our elders Mm, and all of this stuff but the coolest thing on top of hearing him speak and again waiting for the 10 other languages to hear english (laughs) because you know you hear the power in his voice and then you're like why is he so emphatic and then finally when it gets to english you're like oh (laughs) and it's not him who's translating because he speaks in italian He's proficient in Italian and Spanish, but someone else came to translate in German and English. So anyway, Mm -hmm. but the coolest thing was that we were like five people from the end. So when the Pope Mobile came around, we were so close to the Pope. It was so cool. Everyone was handing their babies and like like they hand him the the Zucchetto, right? right? Um, But yeah, that was a really cool experience because you see just how much love that the Pope has for the people. I mean, to be elderly um, and to to maybe not even have the energy but to want like to understand his position enough to know Mm -hmm. that the people need to see the holy father Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to be out there every wednesday Mm -hmm. um it was it was super special Mm. yeah absolutely well eve thank you so much for thank you guys it was a pleasure yeah all right guys well thank you for listening to another episode of a reason for hope candid with our guest Eve Fry. It has been a great conversation as always. Uh, and yeah, we look forward to the next one. So see you then. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Oh, ciao, Bella. <laughs> <laughs>Hey everybody, we got some exciting news. We have a whole new Array of Hope app and channel, a video destination where everyone can find meaningful and inspiring videos and resources to help bring them closer to God. This is available on your desktop, Roku, Apple TV, iPhones and Android mobile phones and tablets. This channel has movies, short, faith-filled segments, live events, and programs. You've got to check it out. Sign up by going to watch.arrayofhope.net and then download the app at the App Store by just typing in Array of Hope. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of A Reason for Hope Candid. We hope you enjoyed the interview with Eve Fry. Next week's podcast episode features Mario Costabile's interview with Jake and Heather Kim. They're a Catholic couple with a beautiful witness to the healing that can be found in Jesus, who takes our broken and fallen nature and makes it new. If you haven't already, be sure to follow our podcast so you're always in the loop for new releases. Also, make sure to follow Array of Hope on social media and check out our music. You can find all this information in the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much again for listening, and we'll be with you next week for our interview with Jake and Heather Kim, titled, We Are Broken and Beautiful. Until next time, peace be with you. Mm